Hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Historic Pinstripes, where we discuss the history of the New York Yankees. Again, my name is Brian, and I have been a die-hard Yankees fan since I was about 7 years old. The goal of the Historic Pinstripes is to preserve the rich history and tradition of the New York Yankees by discussing the greatest Yankees players and moments in Yankees history. For today's topic, I wanted to discuss a lighter topic a little bit. Um, I wanted to discuss yogiisms and basically how they started and and just like discuss a few of the yogiisms that uh that some of my favorite yogiisms and and just um how they kind of how they kind of went about um but first I just wanted to mention that the Historic Pinstripes is a proud member of the 4041 Media family with other podcasts such as Honest Fitness Talk with your trainer Nick and Movie Theater Time Machine as well as some other podcasts and some YouTubers and streamers. Um, you can go to www.4041media.com for more information. But on to today's topic, yogiisms. And of course, the yogiism started by a catcher for the Yankees, uh, um, of course, known by the name Larry Peter Barra. Um, of course, Yogi Berra. Um, and actually, Yogi got his nickname, if you're not familiar, um, he got his nickname from a childhood friend. Um, he was actually a teenager, uh, Yogi, I mean, and of course his friend, uh, they were playing American Legion Baseball, um, and I guess they had both attended a movie um, before that, of course. And in the movie, there was an Indian actor who played a Yogi, who, of course, a Yogi um, was known as someone who did yoga, um, if you're not familiar, but um, probably are, but regardless, um, his friend and actually his friend's name was Jack McGuire. Um, he had noticed a resemblance, uh, from between Yogi Berra and his, and, uh, you know, the, the Yogi in the, in the movie. So from then on, uh, they started calling him Yogi, um, because of that resemblance and it basically stuck and he became Yogi Berra rather than Larry Berra. Uh, but Anyways, moving on, moving on. So, yogiism, the yogiisms basically became a staple of Yogi Berra, and just how basically it showed the character of Yogi Berra, and just how how like how basically added to Yogi Berra's legacy in a lot of ways. Like a lot of people who really don't know a whole lot about baseball, but they might know like they know about at least well they at least know about like the Affleck commercials with uh, Yogi Berra and the Affleck Duck and all the commercials he did. A lot of the things, I think there is even actually Yogiism about him saying he never really meant to say a lot of the things he he he, he, ended, he ended up saying, um, which is kind of funny, but um, I'm not sure if that's, I don't think that's the exact quote, but uh, regardless, Yogi Berra um, was, is probably the, one of the most beloved Yankees and one of the most beloved baseball icons ever. But anyways, for today's episode, I just want to talk a little bit about these yogiisms, which basically, um, you know, Yogi had come up with a lot of like little phrases, kind of like one of them is a very well-known one. It ain't over till it's over. Um, so they're just kind of these li little unique and kind of witty observations that he made. Um, but it also was kind of like, it was kind of like, huh? Um, so it was kind of, they just became famous because of the, just the way that he delivered it and the way he, he, he just the way he talked. And um, in a lot of ways, like, like that really is, is a big reason why, like Yogi, he just had such a, I think that's kind of what people gravitated 
to them. Um, and there actually is a Yogi Berra Museum and Learning Center in Montclair, New Jersey, which I actually haven't been to, but I uh, hope to go to at some point in the near future. Yogi Berra was actually, uh, he's known for a lot more just because of these yogisms, these things that he had said that and later on, he said he really didn't mean them the way he said them. And actually, I believe he has a whole book on all these yogisms. But getting into some other yogisms, there's a, it, it's deja vu all over again, which I believe uh, that one, I, I guess, Yogi said, um, arguably was his most popular yogiism um, after Mickey Mantle and Roger Maris hit back-to-back home runs during the 1961 season. Both players were vying to beat Babe Ruth's record um, of 60 home runs, of course, that year. Roger Maris would go on to beat him, um, and, uh, you know, the rest is history. But, uh, I mean, of course, that phrase, it's deja vu all over again, is usually used a lot by broadcasters throughout, like, every once in a while you'll hear a broadcaster break out some uh, yogiism, uh, it's deja vu all over again, or it ain't over till it's over. Um, so those are some classic uh, quotes from Yogi Berra that are still kind of used today in a lot of ways. So, in a lot of ways, it's uh, um, it's almost like he's kind of a he was kind of like a philosopher, but it was also kind of funny too because just the way he said it, it was like it. Some sometimes he came up with some things that really didn't really maybe didn't make any sense, but if you thought about it, it did make some sense. Like maybe like this one um for instance but when you come to a fork in the road take it which is actually one of his it's actually one of my favorite yogiisms but i guess he said um this is according to uh it's actually on his uh yogi berra museum website yogibarramuseum.org so the reason why he said this was um because i guess while giving directions to his best friend joe garagiola uh to his house in montclair new jersey yogi told joe to take the fork and the fork was unique in that, uh, I, I guess. I guess in that it was just unique in the road or whatever. And and and, and like obviously, because when you're taking the fork in the road, it, um, it, it's whatever uh, direction you go. Like obviously, the fork has certain directions, and uh, you would end up going to Yogi Yogi's house um, if you take the other route. But um, regardless, though, uh, just the way that he delivered the the quotes were probably it probably wouldn't have been as funny if it was wasn't delivered by yogi himself maybe but regardless though um th- that's one of my favorite ones another good yogiism was i usually take a two-hour nap from one to four um I never answer an anonymous letter i didn't really say everything i said i didn't really say everything i said he also said i want to thank you for making this day necessary um and the, i guess the reason his reasoning for saying that was the first time uh that 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 phrase was uttered by yogi was during yogi Berra night in 1947 in st louis when yogi was being honored by his um by his fans friends uh from the hill in st louis which is where he was from um and I guess there was a debate on whether it was um, day or night, but Yogi's, uh, but Yogi, I guess he couldn't recall the exact phrasing, so obviously he, he kind of said it just, it's kind of said it in a little bit different way, but it was just very fitting for Yogi, of course. Um, uh, some other Yogiisms, we made too many wrong mistakes. Uh, he also said you can observe a lot by watching. Um, the future ain't what it used to be. 
He also said nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. So he said that uh, about a restaurant called Rugeries Restaurant, which was a hot spot in Yogi's old neighborhood in St. Louis. Um, and while talking with Stan Musial and Joe Garagiola, um, I, I guess that's what then he came out with that quote, um, that Yogiism, um, which was nobody goes there anymore. It's too crowded. Another one is it gets late early out there. If the world were perfect, it wouldn't be. He also said, why buy good luggage? You only use it when you travel. And he said that actually when, I guess, Yogi's teammates often ribbed him about um, his old luggage. I guess he had an old suitcase or something like that. And Yogi's logic was that his bags couldn't get worse, but theirs could. So Yogi said, why buy a luggage? You only use it when you travel. Which, in a way, kind of makes a lot of sense. So those are some quotes I just wanted to share. I actually got those, some of those, I, I, some of those descriptions I was not really aware of, but I wanted to share them with you. I, I had found them on the Yogi Berra Museum website, which is yogiberramuseum.org, which is a, uh, from what I hear, it's a, it's a very, very nice museum, and um, they, they've got a lot of good stuff down there. Um, and it's definitely a place I would like to check out one day. And a couple other uh, good yogisms that I, that I like are it gets late early out here, which is kind of similar to um, it ain't over till it's over. Ninety uh, percent of the game is half mental is another good one, and, and it's it's also kind of one of those the last one ninety ninety percent of the game is half mental. It's also kind of one of those head scratching yogisms, but you kind of get the point of what he's trying to say there, um, as far as you know ninety percent of the game being half mental. It's just, you know a big part of it is um, it's a mental game. Um, but uh, just the way he said it maybe is is, is different. <laughs> but anyways, um, it, it, another thing he said was, if the world was perfect, it wouldn't be. He also said, you've got to be very careful if you don't know where you are going because you might not get there. And there was also another great Yogiism, uh, never answer an anonymous letter. But anyways, you know, so Yogi Berra, he was known for his character and just, just how beloved he was. Um, just, just the way he, he talked, uh, you know, to the media and talked to the fans through the media and just, just the, um, obviously of course with his, uh, great ability and, you know, being a hall of fame player and his, he was a legend on the field, but he was also a legend off the field and it's just the way he carried himself. And I think obviously not only the yogiisms and how he played and, but just how respectful he was showed how great of a player Yogi Berra really was. I, I, f- I feel like a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of times like there's all like players like Yogi Berra, it's, it's kind of like another guy that I could think of that uh, more, maybe a more modern player that might be a little similar to Yogi Berra is Nick Swisher. Um, of course, Nick Swisher has retired already, but he's also got that very, a very positive mindset. He's always very, he seems like he's always happy and upbeat and, positive and Yogi Berra seems to be that way uh seemed to be that way a lot and another thing about Yogi Berra is that he, I guess he used to he used to talk a lot to uh behind the plate to the to the hitters and actually even in 1958 in the World Series uh against the Milwaukee Braves he was talking to Hank Aaron um Hank Aaron was at bat Yogi Berra was behind the plate and he would obviously he, he was doing that his entire career he did that to kind of throw try to throw off hitters so that's it for this week it's just a fun little uh, episode something i just kind of want to been wanting to do for a little while i just kind of wanted to make a nice light episode um i thought people would enjoy um just kind of getting to hear a little bit about um 
some of the some of the yogiisms. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, you can feel free to email me at historicpinstripes at gmail.com. Also, um, you can uh, feel free to uh, comment on Facebook or Twitter at historicnyy. And also, we're on Instagram at Historic Pinstripes. And again, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening to this week's episode. And as always, go Yankees! <laughs> <laughs>